Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to today's focus for Thursday, October the 27th, 2022, at 1.03 p.m. Central Time. Waiting. Do you hate waiting? Does waiting drive you absolutely crazy? Well, that is today's focus, waiting. I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're supposed to continue on with seven Greek words. I know I'm supposed to do that, but I can't do that because I'm currently waiting. Waiting is all I have been doing since 8 a.m. this morning. You see, our dryer broke last week and they're going to send someone out to fix it. And that was supposed to occur this week, today, somewhere between like, I don't know, 8 a.m. and noon, I think. I think that was the window, somewhere around that time. And well, guess what? It's now 1.04 p.m. Central Time and no dryer repair person has shown up at my house. No one has called the phone that I have right here. Hear that? No one has called. No one has knocked on the door. No one has done anything. So I've just been sitting, waiting, 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 waiting. I've walked up the stairs to uh, the studio here to do a live broadcast. And I'm like, well, do I do one? I mean, I don't know. What can I do? What can I do? And so I've just been waiting. And guess what? I've been getting more frustrated by the minute. And I know what you're saying, but wait a minute. You did a today's focus on frustration. Didn't you learn anything? Well, it's easy to talk about frustration and how you're supposed to handle it. It's another thing when waiting is involved. Waiting is defined, if, if you don't know the, the, the definition for waiting, the actual definition. Waiting, the action of staying where one is or delaying action until a particular time or until something else happens. See, I've basically been staying exactly where I have been, right? I've been downstairs just waiting for the call, waiting for uh, the repair truck to pull up in the driveway. I've been delaying action. I haven't been able to do a live broadcast until something happens, which is the repair person showing up. And the repair person has yet to show up. No phone call, no notification, nada, nothing, zilch, zero, and all it has led to is complete frustration. Now, because I would rather do other things today. Yes, oh, there's so many things we need. We need to review a sermon from Mark Driscoll. We need to do that. We need to review some more audio from a conference on the proper distinction between law and gospel. Uh, oh, there's, uh, there's just, there's just, there's always a stack of things to discuss and talk about. But I cannot do anything. So all I felt I could do was turn on the microphone really quick. Tell everyone, hey, today's focus is waiting. So here's what I want you to think about today. Here's what I want you to focus on today. I want you to focus on a theology of waiting. What is, now I know typically what we think about, we think about waiting in regards to prayer. We pray for something and we wait for an answer. Okay, but that's a, that's a form of waiting. But I want you to think of waiting in the most basic level. When you're, when you're waiting for someone, 
How do you handle it? In other words, I want you to have a theology of waiting. What is a correct way, a correct theological and biblical way to view waiting? And what is the biblical and theological way of properly handling waiting? I do not like to wait. All right. I'll just tell you, people who run behind and are late, oh, Oh, I have not pleasant thoughts. I don't because I feel like when when someone is always late, always running behind, and people always have to wait on them, I believe the person always running late is, is a straight up narcissist because they think the world revolves around them, right? They think, oh, you can just wait on me. I'll get there whenever I get there. Oh, I told you I was going to be there at 10. I'll get there at 1030. That is the, I mean, that is so arrogant to think the world revolves around. It doesn't revolve around you. You say 10 o'clock, you get there at 958. I mean, you, you, you show up on time because other people have things to do. And well, I have other things to do, but you, but you begin to see the problem here, right? Because when I get frustrated about wait, when I get upset or I get frustrated about waiting, it, I, just listen to I, I, me. You're making me wait. I, me. I, I, the focus becomes about me. So in some ways, I think the person who's narcissistic, they they only think about themselves. So I think they, I think the person who's late, I think they're they're narcissistic because they only think about themselves. But those of us who get so frustrated about waiting or people running behind or anything. Are we a little bit narcissistic ourselves? I guess the real, I guess the reality is we're all narcissistic. Uh, what do I, how do I always define sin, right? Sin, right? the essence of sin is I. The essence of sin is I. And, and, and that's, and on to a little play, obviously the middle letter of sin is I, but I, I think the essential essence, the nature of sin is I. It's self-worship. It's I, 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 I. We focus on self, care about self, uh, exalt self, uh, serve self, please self. I mean, it's all about self. That's the essence of sin is I. I say that all the time, only because I'm very painfully aware of it. So here today, I have been focusing on me. I haven't been focusing on anything else. I've just been focusing on I, my day is getting messed up. Thursday, October the 27th, everything is getting messed up for me. I have things I want to do. I have things I need to do. And all the things that I, 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 I is getting messed up. And now I have to re, I have to try to, Redo my entire day. And if you know anything about me, everything is supposed to run on a schedule, okay? Every minute of every, every second of every minute of every hour is to me, is is scheduled out because I don't want to waste one second. And I've been wasting lots of seconds today. Lots. I've tried to make the most of the time. I've tried to do a couple of things, but it's been all just, it's all messed up. It's all, and I don't know what to do. So, I, I'm going to use this as an opportunity. I'm going to take my frustration, which is just hilarious that I did a today's focus on frustration, and I'm going to move that frustration now to this subject of waiting, and I'm going to challenge you and challenge me today to really try to compile a theology, a biblical perspective on waiting. How should we view it, and how should we handle it? I want your best scriptural argument saying, here's how we should think about waiting, and here's how we should handle it. 
I had some scriptures in mind. Now, for me, I'm just going to go back to what I said about frustration. I'm going to go back because Matthew 16, I, I, I refer to Matthew 16 constantly because it's so convicting to me. But in Matthew chapter 16, remember, uh, Peter and the disciples are told that Jesus Jesus tells them that he's going to be crucified and he's going to die. And let's just say Peter is not a fan of these words. Peter gets upset. He's like, nope, that's not going to happen. Nope, that's not going to happen. That, that, that is not going to occur. I'm not going to let it happen. Peter, Peter is like, nope, that's not according to my plan or my will. And so Peter's like, my plan, my will above yours, Jesus. I don't care. I don't care if you're the Christ, the son of the living God. I want my way, my will. And what you're telling me, I, I disagree with. And, and well, Jesus says, get thee behind me, Satan. But then Jesus tells the disciples this, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, let's die to self and follow me. Deny self, self-denial, self-death, and no longer following self. Man, that, that's such the key. I, I, I constantly repeat that because when we get frustrated, what do we, it, you just think, we, we can't get frustrated if we're denying self, dead to self, and no longer following self. And for me, waiting leads to frustration. But if I was denying self, dead to self, and no longer following self, would waiting bother me? How should I view waiting from a biblical perspective? And does waiting bother you? Uh, this is a very practical focus for today. Today's focus is, I mean, you can't get much more practical than this because every, I'm assuming that at pretty much countless times a week, something happens where you have to wait. You have to wait. You have to wait on someone. You have to wait for something. And, And you either are stuck staying right where you are. You can't move on or something is delayed because you are waiting. You may be one of those people, you're calm, it doesn't bother you. Now, that's may, now, please note, that just may be your personality, may have nothing to do with spirituality, it just may be your own personality. All right, but, what I, but do we understand and view waiting from a biblical perspective, and what does that look like? What is the biblical way to look at waiting? What I want to say is I should never have to wait. And anything that makes me wait is a sin. Okay. That's what I, that's what I should. I need to find a verse that says, if you make me wait, you have sinned against me, God, and everything that is holy. That's what I should, but I don't think that's the biblical way. I think the biblical perspective is not to worry about, not to focus on what's causing me to wait and not to focus on maybe the person causing me to wait. I think I'm supposed to focus, well, one, on how I'm thinking about it, and then how do we view God's sovereignty in waiting? Am I to view my waiting today as somehow, well, God works all things according to his good pleasure, and well, that somehow this was God's plan today? Anytime should I view waiting as simply being content with God's sovereign plan. I, I don't I don't know if I can I don't know if I can take it that far. Uh, well, how well how do you view waiting? I think sometimes there's certain things in life when it comes to frustration or waiting or other things. I think if we're honest, sometimes at those at those moments when we're getting frustrated and 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 I'm waiting and I'm not viewing it anywhere close to a biblical perspective, I think sometimes these very small things in life that it's not going to be considered some great sin, it's not going to be a public scandal, it's not going to be anything like that, right? 
you get frustrated, you get irritated, you're griping at someone in your family, you, 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 you kind of snap back at them, or whatever the case may be. All these things that we do that just shows our sinful nature and our problems. I think so many times we, without thinking about it, we don't even realize what we're doing. So many times in these situations, these very common situations of life, we really do think and act and feel like a practical atheist. In other words, at those moments, God doesn't even exist. There's no heaven, there's no hell, there's no devil, there's no God. It's just, wait, why am I waiting? Wait, why did you do this? I'm frustrated, I'm irritated, I'm bothered by this. I'm, uh, there's so many of these just very normal daily emotions and feelings that I think sometimes reflect that we have a tendency to act like, like an atheist, like a practical atheist, right? Maybe maybe not a like a theoretical atheist, maybe not an actual atheist, but in practice, we're a practical atheist. At that moment, we are living, in a sense, practicing. We're we're living out our life as if God no longer exists. So, like I, today, all I could see is, wait, why isn't the phone ringing? Why isn't the repair guy here? or repair person, I should say. Why? Because I don't know if it's male or female. What, the repair person, why, where are they at? All I could focus on was I, I didn't bring God into the equation. I'm just waiting. I, I didn't, I'm not thinking about God. I'm getting frustrated. I'm not thinking about what, what God's sovereignty, his, his will. Now, I, God, at that moment, God didn't exist. What, you know what existed? My plan, my schedule, my day, my time. Now I'm irritated, now I'm frustrated, which is probably going to mess up the rest of the day because it's not going according to my plan. Oh, come on. I can't be the only one. I can't be the only one. So what is a biblical perspective, a theological perspective on waiting, on how we should think about it and how we should react to it? Send me your thoughts the scriptures you would point out to newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. Phone still hasn't rang. Still nothing. Still nothing. So I'm going to continue waiting and trying to figure out how I should think about it and how I should respond to it. Thanks for listening. That is today's focus.